at Morning Mixtape. It is Tuesday, March 14th, and I'm your host, Sophia Wojak, reporting for CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are your top stories from today. For our main story today, a child has died in a deadly fire near Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation, with the Ontario Fire Marshal now investigating. Next, The federal government is preparing to launch a new parental benefit program for parents growing their families with the help of a surrogate. After that, 22,000 Iranian protesters have been pardoned by the country's head judiciary leader. Finally, the Toronto branch of the Silicon Valley Bank is seized by Canada's banking regulator amid a financial collapse. Then, We will hear from Samina with their segment, Turn the Page. So, let's get into it. For our first story of the day, a child has died following an early morning fire at a residence on Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation, according to Ontario Provincial Police from Haldimand County. Investigators say fire crews were called out to a blaze inside a trailer around 2 a.m. at Mississauga Road. Two adults and four other children were able to escape the flames and were sent to hospital for minor injuries. Constable Ed Sanchuk reported that attending firefighters arrived on the scene and were met with a fully engulfed camping trailer. Global News Toronto reported that according to Constable Sanchuk, the Ontario Provincial Police Crime Unit, the Office of the Fire Marshal and the Chief Coroner are investigating the tragic incident. For our second story today, The federal government is preparing to implement a new parental benefit, offering to help parents growing their families through help of a surrogate, according to CTV News. Major reforms to employment insurance policies are set to be announced in the coming months, which include a new 15-week parental benefit. Employment Minister Carla Qualtro told CTV National News that this new program is made to foster equity. The Liberals' original parental plan, promised during the 2019 election, excluded families using surrogacy from the program. The idea was mentioned again in a 2021 mandate letter but is yet to be implemented. Qualtro continued to say that the new parental benefit is a more modern approach and one that is more equitable for parents, particularly women. For our third story today, 22,000 people arrested in protests have been pardoned, according to Iran's judiciary head. CBC reports that the Iranian state media had previously suggested Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Hamani could pardon many people involved in the recent demonstrations ahead of the Muslim holy month of Ramadan. More than 19,700 people have been arrested during the protest, according to the human rights activists in Iran. According to the group, at least 530 people have been killed by authorities, suppressing the demonstrations. For our last story today, 
the Toronto branch of the Silicon Valley Bank is seized by Canada's banking regulator amid financial collapse, according to Global News. U.S. banking regulators were forced on Friday to urgently close the California-based institution after billions of dollars were withdrawn by fearful depositors, leading to a run on the bank which caters heavily to tech sector firms. There are now fears other banks could face similar difficulties. U.S. President Joe Biden stressed Monday morning that Americans can have confidence in the U.S. banking system and explained that investors will not be covered by a federal backstop on deposits, as they knowingly took risks on a bank that later failed. In a statement released Sunday, the Office of the Superintendent of Financial Institutions said Silicon Valley Bank's Toronto branch primarily lends to corporate clients and that it does not hold any commercial or individual deposits in Canada. Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister Christia Freiland said in a statement on Sunday night that she had spoken with Canadian financial sector leaders and the Bank of Canada, assuring Canadians that Canada possesses a well-regulated banking system that is sound and resilient. Well, that's all I have for today. Now I'll leave you with Samina and their segment, Turn the Page. Hello listeners, welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. Warning. The content in this segment may be distressing to listeners. Discretion is advised. March is Women's History Month. 2023 is the 31st anniversary of the celebration. A month to learn about the contributions made by women throughout history and the milestones they've achieved. I'm going to confess something. I was not a historical fiction fan. I just never gravitated toward the genre. Fiction, absolutely. The possibilities are endless. But for some reason, I just never read historical fiction. Until one book changed my reading habits. More than that, I learned that at the end of the book, after the author's note and acknowledgements, you have the inspiration. This includes the historical facts about who or what inspired the novel and the research the author conducted to write the novel. The title of the book is The Nightingale. The author is Kristen Hanna. Let me warn you, this novel is engrossing. I really struggle to stop reading it and go to sleep, eat, get ready for work. It is extremely well written, thoughtful, honest, heartbreaking, and beautiful. She writes about two sisters and their efforts during World War II, as well as the efforts of other brave people who helped save hundreds of lives during the occupation. This was my first novel by Kristen Hanna. So I wasn't sure what to expect, but it is easily one of the best books I've read. At the opening, we are in Oregon in 1995. We meet an unnamed woman. Her cancer has returned, and to ease her son, she is moving to a retirement home. She is surveying her house to decide what she wants to bring and finds the chest she's hidden in her attic. She opens it and starts to face the secret she's kept hidden. We then travel back to France in 1939 and meet two sisters, Vienne and Isabel. Their mother died when they were children. Their father changed after serving in the First World War. After the death of his wife, his only companion became bottles of brandy. He sent his daughters away. Vienne and Isabel have been at odds ever since. Vienne met and fell in love with Antoine at 14, got pregnant in 16, and was gifted a home by her father to be rid of her. She has been living there with her daughter Sophie and Antoine and working as a school teacher. She is a rule follower. 
Isabel is the exact opposite. Rebellious says whatever's on her mind and doesn't conform to any standard. Their world is upended when Germans march into Paris. Isabel, having been kicked out of yet another finishing school, is told to live with Vienne in Le Jardin. Seeing the horror on her journey, she knows what's to come and wants to fight. Vianne struggles with reconnecting with her estranged sister, having ignored her for nearly a decade, and her husband being drafted. She believes the government will protect them and thinks Isabel is exaggerating about what's to come. After saving a downed British pilot, Isabel is drafted into the resistance. She leaves Le Jardin and starts working to deliver messages and eventually helps airmen travel from France to Spain to freedom. Vianne is stuck living on rations and dealing with a German soldier who is billeting in her home. She learns too late about what is happening and finds herself breaking the rules to help save Jewish children. If either sister is found, they will be killed. Their efforts were inspired by real women who helped save hundreds of lives. For those of you wondering, this was not the book that inspired my enjoyment of historical fiction. That was The Words I Never Wrote by Jane Thin, another story about the actions of two sisters during World War II. I hope you have the chance to read both books. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, please find us on Instagram at CGRU1280. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next Tuesday with some more news and morning mixtape, but until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It's CJRU, 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Sophia Wojak. Thanks for listening.